This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the Premier League clubs played their third series of games at the weekend and uh, there'll be one more series of games before the international break. Manchester City are the only team to have nine points from the three games, although it should be pointed out that they have played two of the promoted teams from the Championship in the summer. That's Burnley, which was the first game away, and Sheffield United, who they beat narrowly uh, 2-1 at the weekend. And I'm joined now to discuss what we've seen so far by John Giles. John, City obviously we know have enough quality. You know, they're champions of Europe now. They did the treble last year, which is the FA Cup, the Champions League and the Premier League. And they're very, very strong. Just one little mystery well, there's a couple of things. It is worth noting that they struggled to beat Sheffield United at the weekend. And also, uh, there's a question about Phil Foden, who was missing for most of last season. I think most people looking at the game think he's one of the best players. He's in the England squad. Now, on Saturday, he came on in the 86th minute, but I understand he had a stomach bug. But even in four or five minutes or these days, if you come on in the 86 minute, you could be on for 10 or 15 minutes. He, he made a difference when he comes on. He's an outstanding player and it's a bit of a mystery why he doesn't play and hasn't developed under Pep so far. Well, I think he has developed, Eamon. I'm surprised like yourself that he hasn't played as many games uh, for City as uh, as I, I, w- I think he should be playing. Yeah, uh, but I, I think he, I think he will come on now. That uh, you know, there's a few players gone, a couple of players injured. Yeah, De Bruyne is out for four months, they say, and Gundogan is yeah. gone as well, and Mares has gone. Mares is gone. Yeah, so I, th- I think he will come in, I mean, mm. and uh, he's he's at an age now where he's mature enough to come in and dominate in the middle of the field. Yes, you know, he, he hasn't done that before. He's played on the left wing or the right wing or up front. But I think he's a definite midfield player that could control the game. Uh, he's 23 now, and I think he will be given that opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, as you say that, I think I, I think you read, I read in the paper, you read in the paper that he had a ton of books, so they didn't play him, and he only came on the last few minutes. But I think he will be a, a starter for Manchester City now in a very, very important position. Yes. Yeah. They, don't, they don't have anybody really in the middle of the field, as a midfield, the old midfield generals, as we used to call them. I, cap- I think he's capable of doing that now. And I think we will see more of him. Yeah. And, you know, the 
the game on Saturday was, in the end, Rodri, who's a, a favourite with most City fans and indeed with the media in Britain. Rodri scored a winner, as he did indeed in the Champions League. Um, I think both of us have reservations about Rodri and the degree to which he he tops the statistics for completed passes, but most of them only go four or five yards. Yeah, he, does, he plays in them. He doesn't give the ball away, Eamon, as we know, but he doesn't yeah. create an awful lot either. He doesn't score many goals. He scored a good goal, a good goal on, on the weekend, but he doesn't score many goals. And... Uh, I, I think they, they, I think with Foden in the middle of the field, if he does put him in the middle of the field, which I think he will, he can go past people. Yes. And, and they need somebody in the team, City. Like even on the, at the weekend there, there was an awful lot of passing, but the only person that was Grealish went past somebody to make the goal yes. for Haaland. And it was the only time I've seen Grealish in a long time go past somebody to make a goal like that. And it is, there's an awful lot of passing, but there's nobody taking, there's very few people taking anybody on to really go past them. And I think Foden get in the middle of the field, I think he'd be able to do that. And, and that would be a plus for City. Yeah. Now, let me ask you about a club that many people feel are doomed in, in some way. That's uh, Tottenham Hotspur Spurs, Harry Kane gone, and a number of coaches, including Antonio Conte, have been there. Nobody's been really able to get a grip of it. And they have a new coach now, Ange Postacoglu, who is an Australian, the first Australian ever to coach in the Premier League. And he's got off to a good start. They beat Manchester United at home, and they beat Bournemouth away at the weekend. Although, against United, John, they look very nervous. He wants their goalkeeper and their back four to play out from the back from set pieces. <laughs> and they nearly gave United a two-goal start. But in the end, all worked well. And again, against Bournemouth, first 15 minutes, you weren't sure if this was a great idea that they should be passing it uh, around the back. But he clearly believes in it and they've delivered for him again against Bournemouth. So I thought they were very good. Yeah, they played. They played well. Eamon deserve deserve to win it, and, and Bournemouth can be can be a, a tough side to play against. But yeah. as you said, he's playing out from the back. He's encouraging to do it. Uh, they did it well. Madison came good for them on, yes. on, on the day. Scored a goal, took a goal well. By the end of the match, I thought Spurs looked very, very impressive. Yes. Really come on, you know, he, 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 he obviously is, has encouraged them to do what he wants them to do. And they're doing it. And, and if they play the way they do, they, invest, they will get the best out of Madison, Eamon. You know, yes. because Madison's another player that's going to come deep and, and graft and that. But if, but if you can get the ball to him in those positions, uh, central positions and forward, he's good. And he took his goal really well. And, and, they, and they played, by the end of the match, they well deserved to win it. Yeah, and you'd have to say of Bournemouth, uh, John, that they had a coach, Gary O'Neill, who came in when they were doomed to relegation last year. He performed an absolute miracle, and they finished 16th in the table, and they, they sacked him <laughs> straight away. So you wouldn't feel a lot of sympathy for Bournemouth. It's a small club. I've I played there many times. I doubt if you did in your illustrious career. The ground holds 12,000 people. And thanks mainly to Eddie Howe, who's at Newcastle now, they progressed through the leagues into the Premier League and stayed there for quite some time. 
Yeah. Amazing performance, Jamie. You know, as you say, with, with Mr. O'Neill last year performing miracles for them. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're very cocky about themselves, you know. Yeah. But that happens in clubs, Jamie, as you know. Yeah. They think, well, that's what we should be, you know. We're, 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 a, we're, a, we're, a, we're a premiership club and we have been for a few years. Uh, and the manager goes. Uh, so we wait and see now what happens uh, this season. It doesn't always work out as well as they might think it does. It's not that easy in football, Eamon. No, they're back down near the bottom with just one point from their yeah. from their three games. Let's uh, let me ask you about Brighton, John. They were after the first two games up there with Manchester City, top of the league, unbeaten. Mm. Very impressive what Brighton have done in terms of getting players and indeed coaches and playing a brand of football that is very pleasing to watch. And they have, of course, we have a big interest in them because of Evan Ferguson, a young centre-forward who's only a teenager, 18 years of age, who's actually starting in the team now. And they had a home game against West Ham, who and they were, they were favoured to win. We both watched the game, and I thought West Ham deserved their win, John. It was a, a, a good win. I like David Moyes. I respect him as a coach. And I thought this was a well-deserved win. Oh, definitely, Eamon. Yeah, they've started really well, West Ham. Yeah, they're second and, in and, the and table now, yeah. Yeah, and imagine, like last season, there was talk about him being sacked. I think they got a, a director of football in that he, did, he did, he's, uh, didn't get on with and got, got, got his say, and I think has got his say, in the transfer uh, situation. Eamon. Yeah, I think winning that European competition last week well, obviously was a big boost for them. Yes, uh, but starting the season well and, and really well, and they got board prowess from from Southampton. Eamon, who's doing his stuff, took took a goal well uh, at the weekend, and it looks like he's going to be a very very good player for him. So he's definitely turned. Uh, David Moyes has definitely turned it around from a position where he was in in big danger to to being very very. So far, so good this season. Really good because Brighton have been doing very, very well. But they, 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 but at the, over the ninety minutes, they outclassed them. I mean, they were really, really very good. West Ham. Yeah. Now, John, let's move on to Arsenal, who had a very disappointing result at the weekend. They were home to Fulham. They drew two all. Arteta was raging after the match. He said they should have scored seven or or eight, which was. Pitching it a bit high, but they conceded an equaliser with three or four minutes to go uh, in the 87th minute, having been 2-1 up. They are, you know, after last season, regarded as the main threat to Manchester City. I'm not convinced, John, by this Arsenal team, and this result against Fulham kind of confirms the, the reservations I have about their ability to keep a clean sheet and to tough it out when they when they need to, but we're not here to discuss what I think, John. Despite <laughs> despite the sound of it, what do you think, uh, John, about this Arsenal team? Uh, Gabriel Jesus came on as a sub in the 90th minute, so that means he's probably back from a serious knee injury, which requires uh, surgery, and he is a help for them. Well, he, uh, one thing about Arteta, and he gets very public about his concerns and various situations. You know, if they yeah. play well, he seems to go overboard. If they don't play well, he's getting onto the team. 
Um, I think it could be a lot cooler than he is. And, and there's, there's certain things in football you have to take. You know, you could play exceptionally well, as you know, yeah. and somebody gets a last-minute equaliser, and then you have to... But I think he gets carried away by certain situations. You know, maybe they should... I didn't see the match with Arsenal yes. and Fulham. So I don't, I don't know whether they deserve to win, to win it or not. But, but these things, even if you do deserve to win it, it happens over a long, long, long season like the, the Premiership have. It's you get matches where you should have won, you should have done certain things and put it right. I, I think he gets too carried away on what's good with the team and what's bad yeah. with the team. And that's always been a big thing uh, in your sort of temperament. You know, don't go mad when you're winning, and don't go mad. When you're losing, you've got to, exactly. especially when you're the coach, you've got to yeah. sort of temper the atmosphere in the dressing room, around the training ground, and particularly when you speak to the press and the golden rule that most of the great managers, including you, always observed was you don't criticize your players in public. Now, never criticize them in public. And you can have a go at them in the dressing room, and you can always start in goal that all the managers, well, they're, they're successful managers that I've known, they never came out of the dressing room. No. You know, I was very lucky yeah. I played under Matt Busby and Don Reavy, uh, particularly. And what happened in the dressing room stayed in the dressing room. Yep. Like, and some lads, getting myself included, got a few right telling offs. But what didn't get out, you know? Yeah. And I think our chat is inclined to, Get in the papers a little bit too much, and like on Saturday, they, okay, they drew Fulham. They probably deserved to win. I didn't see the match, but you have to take that. You know, yeah. if the, somebody made a mistake, you grant them about the mistake, but it's no good coming in the press and then saying we should have won and we're mad about it because the players don't like that. No, it doesn't do them any good. You know, the, the, what happens with some managers like Arteta? They play in a match that they don't deserve to win and win. Amen. Yep. Yeah. You know, you, you get every every team gets a break. Uh, nobody gets a b- bad breaks all the time. So, you, as a manager, you have to take all that yeah. and take the good points from it. But uh, I think he goes a little bit too public for for his own good. Yeah, and interestingly, I mean, he was assistant to Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. Guardiola doesn't give much away. In fact, he, he manages the press very, very well. He talks a, a lot, but he's not saying very much a lot of the time, and that's his entitlement. Uh, I should say, incidentally, that he was in Barcelona and is in Barcelona for back surgery. He yeah. suffered uh, pain, so he wasn't present for the win uh, at Sheffield and will miss the next game uh, as well. But just to move on, John, to something really interesting, a club that everyone is watching, and that's Chelsea. They've spent over a billion with the new owner, and I appreciate the letter I got from one of our listeners chastising me for getting names wrong. But uh, his name is uh, Todd Bowie, as far as I can tell. But he spent a billion and he's brought in a very good coach, Pochettino, somebody I know you admire and I do myself, um, who was at Spurs, uh, who went to Spurs in 2014 and was a great help to someone who's now really uh, a great, great player, Harry Kane. Pochettino's a good acquisition, John, and they shaped up well, although they were playing Luton, who was just off in the championship. Raheem Sterling, in particular, in the two games I've seen them play this season, has been outstanding, and he scored two goals at the weekend. Yeah, he's, he's, he's back to his best, um, Sterling. I mean, Sterling has been out of it for a while, 
you know, he, I don't, I don't, he, I don't know what was wrong with him, but he wasn't doing his stuff in the way that he can do it. But his back scored too at the weekend, as we know, and he didn't go before that. And really, really good. You know, yeah. he's, he's in there, he's having a go. That is definitely down to Potocino. Yeah. You know, he wasn't doing it before. He's, that's down to Potocino. I think Potocino was in a position, Eamon, when they, when they wanted him uh, to demand what he wanted to do. Yeah. I think when Potter went in from, from Brighton, yeah. I think he was, I don't know, he, he was a good lad. He did a great, great job at, at Brighton. But it was as if, well, I'm in a big club. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, and wasn't really wasn't in charge of it. He yes. definitely wasn't in charge of the, the 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 signings. And they finished up with too many players. And Potticino, I think, when he was it was dealing. What, what's your man's name again? Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, uh, uh, Bowie. I think his name is Bowie. Yeah, Bowie. Well, Bowie. Bowie. Bowie was definitely the man. Yeah, well, he, he's uh, an American. He's an American billionaire, and he spent. Yeah. Uh, his name is Todd Bowie. Uh, that's yeah. the correct name. Um, and I do apologize to the listener who chastised me in a letter. We read all our mails and that one I deserved. It's Todd Booley. Booley. Okay. As, as far as I can. And he's got a lot of money, John. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good look to him, Eamon. And <laughs> he's obviously a very good businessman and good at what he does. It doesn't make him an expert at football. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> We're not talking about Chelsea as as a, a money making situation. This is a football club yeah. where you have to win matches to do well. And, by, and the way you win matches in a football club, Eamon, is you get a good manager in who knows football, knows what he wants to do, and has an experience in the game. Yes. Right. That's how you do it. And a good coach and gets the players in that he wants. Yes. He's the football expert. He's the man Potticino has been in football all his life. Right. And has gone through everything. He's played it and he's done everything. He's been a good player and all that. But that's what, he, that's what you employ the people to do. You don't employ them to, 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 to get in and go on the bench and take the blame from, for about players. The, you, the, you've the owner as boss. <laughs> Let hey. me ask you about, in particular, one player, Casido John. He was a Brighton player. Liverpool had him in the bag for 110 million sterling. Chelsea came in, offered 115, and Casido wanted to go to Chelsea, apparently. He gave a penalty away in his first appearance last week. This week, I believe he played very well. And there's another player, Fernandez, in that team that you rate also. How did, yeah. you, how did Casido play? Um, he, play, he played well, Eamon. The, the, the team played well. They looked like a team. Yes. Which is the starting point for, for, for any, any club. They looked like a team. Yeah. Not, not a mess of players all over the place. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think obviously under the, the, the new manager, they'll do well if he's allowed to do it. I, I mean, I know from, from, from being a manager, I know from managers, Eamon. Every manager, when he goes into a club, has a a, a, a a dream situation of the team that he wants. Yes. And to have the team that you want, you have to get the players that you want. Yeah. You know, in other words, midfield player, him, I want him, I want him, I want him, I want him. And every manager has a vision of what they want on the pitch. But it has to be their vision. If an owner comes in and says, right, there's Joe Bloggs, say, well, I don't want him. He's not part of my vision. And that. And that's what I think Pete Patricino has got. In, and he's yes. in a position 
with the owner of Chelsea to say, look, if you want me to do it, this is what I need to do. I need to pick the players out. I need to do it the way I want to do it. And that that is going to pay off because Pochettino is the football expert. Yep. The owner is a businessman and one of the great businessmen. Yep. But he's not a football man. No. And, and, and I think they're showing it already. I think Chelsea has shown it already in the few matches that Pochettino has, has had. Yep. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now let's turn, John, to Manchester United. They went 2-0 down after four minutes at home to Knott's Forest. They got out of jail in the end. Fernandez scored the winner from the penalty spot with 15 minutes to go. But things are not comfortable at Manchester United. There was a demonstration after the match against the Glaziers. A couple of thousand people took part in, in it. And they do deserve better. This club has been for sale for a long time. They put a price tag on it. Apparently, the price tag was met by two people, yet the club remains in their hands. And we've seen the team play twice, John, and they've been very poor. They got out of jail against Forrest, who, you know, if nothing else, are a brave team. Uh, this yeah. coach, their coach, 
you know, he lets them go out and play and attack. So the situation at United is critical, isn't it? We've seen them a couple of times this season and they've been poor. Yeah, they have been poor. I mean, but, but again, it's it, like in a football club, everybody has to be doing the job properly, including the owners, or yes. especially the owners. Yes. I mean, it's, 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 the club has been sale for, for, for sale for, how long has it been for sale now? It's been for sale for about a year. Yeah. You know, like, how can you be running the club and, and being able to get the managers in that you want, to get the managers, getting the players in that he's want, that you want, that he wants? It's, it's, it's just not right. I mean, the club has to be right from the top all the way through. Yep. And they're all going in the right direction. And I, I, I don't know how they run the club the way, the way they're running at the moment. And, 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 and all these things manifest themselves on the pitch. I mean. Yes. The manager might not be able to, they don't have the money to do what they want to do now. They're doing this and they're doing that and doing the other. They're not all going in the right direction. And it, it usually manifests itself on the pitch because everything has to be right for a team to do well. Everything has to be right. And that's not the case at Old Trafford. And they're very, very inconsistent at the moment. I didn't see the match on, on Saturday, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, but I know they went two down after, after a few minutes against one of the bottom, bottom teams and finished up getting, getting out of jail. Well, but, actually, I, I watched it and I could, can tell you that Fernandez, who both of us, I think, don't think all that highly of, and Ten Hag made him club captain, uh, over the summer. Uh, mm. he got the winner. And he played well, but he was playing against a team that lets you play. I mean, Forest are very open. They, yeah. they charge forward, but there's plenty of space to play. But the look of United was unconvincing, John. No. Well, as I said, I didn't see it, Amy, but Fernandez is captain. I mean, Fernandez is a very, very talented individual player, Amy. Yeah. But he's not a leader. I mean, he gets on to players, he gets on to the referee, he suits himself. A uh, very talented lad, and and again on his day he's going to be he's got, he can be a terrific player. But you you, you need a, a captain to to set an example to everybody in every match. Yes, and and, and in my opinion that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen with uh, with him. But they did they did come. I know they were two down. They did come back and they they, they won in the end. Uh, but it's, it, I don't think things are as right at Old Trafford as they should be. Amen. Now, now let's talk about someone I think we both respect uh, for what he's done in the game, but fear for, and that's uh, Sean Dyche, John. He was, he kept Burnley in the Premier League for 10 years with no money to spend. He's, you know, the quintessential football man, modest, hardworking. His teams are well organized. He's now manager of Everton, John, who are propping up the table. He had no money to spend in the summer. You have to feel sorry for, Sean Dyche, I know, you, I know you like, like myself, will feel sorry for him. They lost one nil at home to Wolves at the weekend, and as we saw when Wolves went to Old Trafford, whatever their league position says about them, uh, and it doesn't say a lot, they're near the bottom two. They're not a great team, and poor old Sean Dyche is stuck with a team at no money to spend and a couple of key players, one of them, Seamus Coleman, injured. It's a hard old station. Oh, it's very hard, Eamon. Um, I mean, he did a great job, as we know, with Brett Burnley for years. I mean, you know, he kept him in the, in the, in the first division and then the premiership, uh, spending little or no money. A really, really tough job. 
And I think he's just walked into it at Everton. Well, he, yeah, you know, he, he kept them in the Premier League as well. <laughs> he did last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and did particularly well. But, but, I mean, there's no doubt Everton are in a mess. I think they've been in a mess for a, a long time, Eamon. Yeah. I don't give any money. Uh, I think they're moved, well, they were supposed to be moving sta- the, the stadium. I don't know whether that's gone through or not, whether they don't have the money to finish it off. So, he, he walked into a, a, a bad spot getting that job, Damon. Yep, and there's no way out at the moment. Uh, no. But it's hard, uh, very hard. They'll probably sack him. But it's important that people like Sean Dyche are respected. Yeah, and they are by football professionals. Oh, yeah, they're respected. I feel sorry for the fans, I mean, as we know, yeah. you yes. know, Everton are one of the great clubs. Yes. With, 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 yes, with great, are. great supporters for years upon yep. years upon years. And, and for to be in the, in the position that they're in now yeah. is, is absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. Now, let's finish off, John, by talking about Liverpool and their trip uh, to Newcastle. Yesterday, it looked like it was going to be a bad result with their captain and centre-half Van Dijk sent off with Alexander-Arnold lucky not to be sent off and they were a goal down. Yeah. And it it looked desperate. And then Jurgen Klopp made a substitution. He brought Nunes on. He made a couple of substitutions, actually. He brought a couple of players on and Nunes got two Fantastic goals in the last, mm. what, 10 minutes, inside of the last 10 minutes of the game. It yeah. could have saved their season, John, in my opinion. What did you make of the whole thing? Well, it's, it's certainly a biggie, I mean. Yeah. You know, to come back with 10 men against one of the better teams in the Premiership and win it. Yeah. It can't do you any, any, any more than good as long as you learn from what went wrong beforehand. Yeah. I, I, a lot of people, I mean, I think Gary Neville said it in commentary that he didn't think Van Dyke would have made that tackle before that terrible uh, knee injury had knee ligament injury, which is used to be a career-ender, but they can fix it now up to a point. Hasn't quite been the same player. I think he's lost a yard or two of pace. I think we've spoken about it. What's your take on Van Dyke, John? He has been a terrific player, Eamon. Oh, he has, yeah. A very serious injury. And he definitely, for whatever reason, hasn't played as well, in my opinion, or your opinion, I think, since he had that uh, particular injury. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, it was a bad decision to make the decision that he made on the tackle. Yeah. You know, he sent off a red card because... He was too close to the forward, wasn't he, John? Yeah. In the first place. Like, he should... like, all defenders have to be behind the the, the, the forwards, I mean. Yeah. You know, that's because you see everything then, you can make a decision. If you get a little bit ahead of them, which he did, then the forwards has the advantage, and he's he's nearer the goal than, than, than Van Dijk is, and he's trying to get at the ball. Yeah. Well, once you're trying to get at the ball, then usually you have to go through the player. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what happened, in my opinion. Uh, you know, so yeah, the player in question well was Isaac, who is a good player, uh, a big new forward that, uh, that Newcastle have. But the point I'd make, John, is that with the pace he's, he's still got, you can't be, you've got to give yourself a yard and make the tackle when the player turns with the ball. Not, well, exactly. You yeah, can't that's, kick that's through. He, so he, yeah. he, the question of whether he's sent off, should be sent off for that or not, I don't know, but here's what the point I wanted to make and ask you about. 
I thought that Alexander-Arnold should have been sent off for two yellow cards. The referee bottled it. They happened within 10 minutes of each other. The second yellow card, he bottled it. He didn't give it to him. But I think that played on his conscience. And I think the, the red card that Van Dyke got was the one he should have given uh, Alexander-Arnold. I don't know what you yeah. think of that theory. No, no, that's, that's, that, no there'll be a case in that, Eamon. Yeah. Definitely, you know, because he tried to make up for the case. Yeah. And uh, like Trent Alexander didn't have one of the best days. I mean, no, he was no. a call for the goal. Yeah. And then I'm watching the match afterwards, and there's one of the three players coming out to have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's not scared of the publicity, but I'd rather see him do this stuff on the pitch and, and, and get it done properly because it was a dreadful uh, uh, mistake to make yeah. for the goal. But, but I'll tell you what I think happened, Damon, as well, that helped uh, uh, Liverpool. I think Newcastle got carried away with themselves. Yes. Slowed the and game down. I think one of the players, one of the players most at fault was their captain. De Trippier. Yeah. He's a very, very good player. He's very influential in that team. But I saw him on the ball then, getting on it, turning away and giving it back as if as if the game was over. Yes. Now, I might be I might be wrong and he's thinking, well, that's the way it looked to me. It looked to me that Newcastle thought, this game is over, we can play around a little bit. And yeah. what they will learn is there's no way you can do that in any game. No. The game's never over till it's over. And the best way to have it over is to score another goal and another goal and another goal. Yeah. That didn't happen with Newcastle. Newcastle got carried away with themselves, thinking, well, we're playing well, Liverpool are not playing well, and they did eventually, when you do that, you can leave yourself open. Yeah. Not all the time, but you can leave yourself open, and I think Liverpool hit them, and hit them hard for, for, the, for the attitude they were taking. Yeah, I think what Eddie Howe, the coach, might have said, and what Trippier took onto the pitch was the idea, we're playing against 10 men, make them work, and eventually you'll wear them down. And that's the way to make them work is to up the tempo and play high tempo yeah, stuff. Exactly. And, and get another goal, Eamon. Exactly. That's the killer. And get another goal. And that, 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 that puts an end to it. That's the only way to do it. Now, just talk, to talk about Nunes, John, he cost, I think, 90,000, 90 million. I keep saying that. I'm living, I'm living in the past. 90 million. Uh, he's had a lot of chances. But one thing you could say for him is, like, as you know, when strikers are having a bad time and missing, some of them go hiding. They don't want the ball. This guy always wants it. He's game, he's brave, and he's, he scored two great goals yesterday. Yeah. He's a very good player, then. Do you remember when he started? Yes. At Liverpool. Yes. He was a bit of a headbanger. Do you remember? Like yeah. a headbanger. Do you remember he got sent off? Yeah. For nothing, somebody. In yeah. the, when, he, when he first came <laughs> to the club. So he's obviously learned... And, and, and net bottled down and got, got on and being a player. And he, he is, he is a real player. And, and as is, you yeah. say, the goals he took yesterday, and when they were needed, he wasn't, he wasn't taking them on when they were winning 5 0. No. This is when they were one down with 10 men. Exactly. And he really, really changed the game for Liverpool. Took, yeah. He was brilliant in the way he took the goals when, he, when needed. He was, and, and a, and a great pass from Mo Salah for the second goal. But the point, I suppose, about Nunes is, and I wonder if you agree with this, because you played with some great strikers, Dennis Law, Alan Clark at Leeds, and when they get on a roll, John, yeah. they're deadly. When they yeah. get the confidence, it's true, isn't it, of the great strikers? 
Oh, definitely, I mean, it's all about confidence, but yeah. it's also about their temperament. Yes. You know, uh, you know, you, the, the strikers are, are a breed apart. Yeah. I mean, yes, in my that's opinion. Right. That's you know? what I mean, I agree. Yeah. They have to do what they do. You know, you go back to the, I go back to, the, I, I was very lucky, I played at the same time as two of the great strikers, and both of them different. One was Jimmy Greaves, yeah. and the other was Dennis Law. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Greaves was a, was a, a sort of a, a gentle type of player in a certain way. He was all skilled. Yes. He was absolutely brilliant, Damon. Yeah, and he did. He, he cared about nothing but scoring goals. Yes, and if he missed one, it was yeah, some you win, some you lose. Yeah, you'd almost end his lot. Who was who was a tough nut. Yeah, aggressive. He was the most aggressive player I ever played against. He was aggressive in the box. He was aggressive anywhere. Yeah, but when it came to finishing, what they had in them, I mean, if they missed a chance. You wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The coolness. You wouldn't know. Yeah. We, 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 I was, I was looking. I played with Alan Clark, who was an arrogant worker. Yeah, who could score, and I played with Mick Jones, who was a gentle lad. Yeah. If Alan Clark missed missed the goal, and you said, "Come on, Alan," he'd say, "F off," yeah. <laughs> and yeah. don't be annoying me. Yeah. Mick Jones would go into his shell a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But if there was another one, Clark would score. Yes. Yep. Mick probably wouldn't. Right. You know. Yep. Yeah. They have that. They have that in them, Eamon. It, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a confidence and an arrogance sometimes, and a little bit of ice in the in the in the in the veins. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. They're, they're, they're a breed apart. They, they they have to be like they're born. It's born in them. Yep, not made. Well, not made. Uh, no. We look but forward. Practice and practice makes it better. As yeah, you know. we look forward to Nunes scoring many more Liverpool. Our fourth in the table, which is me expressing a bias. I think they've got a lot to do in midfield to make their team complete. But um, we're very grateful to you, John, for joining us uh, today. John Giles, one of our greatest ever players and one of the great thinkers about the game, recognised wherever he was as a player and indeed as a coach. We're grateful to John, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.